0: hey guys what's up yeah it's a little bit different way of doing a live stream isn't it (laughs) i'm gonna check something real quick hold on yeah you always gotta double check yeah you always gotta double check Here, let me just uh turn this a little bit let me just uh turn this a little bit there we go yeah welcome to this second live stream and again this is something that's kind of new for me to do um, if you will it's kind of new and um, yeah I just wanted to come on here and uh, do a bit of a live stream on basically again well obviously the topic of the video says it best and that is Will the cartoony lustful Milk Egg make a comeback slash return uh, in the future? And I think, honestly, as I say in the description, I, I honestly believe it will. I really think it will make a comeback, uh, mostly because of the fact that when you look at the well, when you look at the news that Animaniacs, you know, already has a second season on its on the horizon, if you will, it has a second season on the horizon. Um, you know, you got a third season after that. It's been renewed for another season. Basically, that being the third season, I should say. And then you got Tiny Toons University, which is scheduled to come out later this year on HBO Max and Cartoon Network. I'd say there's a fairly good chance it's going to make a return. Now, for anybody that's curious as to what the lustful milk gag is, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up in a moment as I'm trying to tag this onto... Um, you know, I'm trying to... Uh, looks like I'm in a mistake here. Hold <laughs> on, something just happened. I don't know what that was. Um, but anyway, like I said... The, the lustful milk egg, like I said, has been around for you know, quite some time. There is... Uh, excuse me now. There's no denying that, especially if you've been a fan of cartoons or at least growing up on them and everything... It's been around for quite some time. I mean, it's one of those gags that, you know, from a visual standpoint, you know, it kind of helps out a little bit. It kind of helps out from a a visual standpoint. You know, it kind of helps out, if you will. And the reason it helps out is because... Um, as I've mentioned before sometimes when I've talked about this and, you know, I'm sure others may have you know brought this up as well, is that when you hear a character in a live action series or movie or whatever the case may be, you know, saying that they're melting and all that, you know, unless you have some real good CGI you can afford on a daily basis, uh, basically um, it's just basically what you have is just a character. Saying that they're melting, saying that they feel like you know the melting in that person's arm. It's mostly, and I say this with all due respect, it's mostly always a, a female uh, person uh, character that says that. In fact, like I said, one of the best examples, in my opinion, um, is Major Dad. You know, Major Dad, uh, there was an episode back when it was on that. Uh, well essentially you know had the wife of the lead character making out with him in bed not not completely you know undressed or anything let's get that out of the get that mind mindset out of the gutter <laughs> no she was just cuddling with him you know for the first night at this you know like i guess you could say exotic gator, uh, get a uh, is ex- exotic uh, getaway if you will and uh basically She told him that she was melting. Now, again, if this was a cartoon, then there's no doubt they would probably take advantage of that and say, okay, she says she's melting. (laughs) This is how it turned into a puddle on the bed, (laughs) you know. But that didn't happen. Instead, uh, what happened was the fact was the fact that it was just her expressing herself. And what the lustful melt guy does you know, in animation wise, is it allows the character to, you know, visually express, you know, that feeling. It allows them to visually uh, express that feeling, um, if you will. It allows them to do that. And again, you know, I I understand, you know, some people, you know, may not, you know, totally get that or or anything. And let me see if I I get on here. Um, well, like I said, Joe, you know, some people may not totally get that um, at all. You know, they may not understand. You know. You know they may not understand why this gag is always added into a scenario that it doesn't need to be added into. And I look at the fact that. Um. Hold on for a second. When I do something here. Trying to make sure I get um, these people that I'm following now uh, co- correct in the in the tag. Well, just <laughs> making sure. Hold on. There she is. But like I said, um, you know, there are going to be some people that don't get why the gag is so uh, u- utilized sometimes, dep- depending on the situation. And again, and I do apologize for the bit of distraction. I'm trying to tag some people here on Twitter to share this information with or to share this live stream with. Uh, but basically, you know, uh, again, the reason some people may not get it is due to the fact that. Um, essentially, you know, it's just, you know, something, you know, something that's there when it's needed, depending on the show, it's there when it's needed. And, uh, you know, again, it's, again, people may not get it. Like, why are they utilizing that? Why do they need to go that, that ray? And again, it's a, from an animation perspective, it's a visual representation, you know, that's all it is. It's a, it's a visual, you know, representation of, you know, you know, how that character feels. I mean, this is something, this is a gag, guys, that's, you know, been going on for, you know, since the beginning of animation almost, almost since the beginning of animation. And, you know, it's, it, it, it it's you know, it is, what I'm trying to say, it is a kind of an, an odd uh, thing to go with. There's an odd kind of, you know, gag to go with. But it's definitely something that I think, you know, I think honestly, you know, people need to, hold on, let me let me take care of this first before I get back to you, I do apologize. Here we go. But like I said, this is just... This is a gag that, again, like I said, it has been around since the beginning of animation itself. I mean, there's no getting around it. It's been around uh, since the beginning of animation itself. And, you know, to me, I believe, honestly, in my opinion, it enhances the story. You, even if it's a short story or something like that, it enhances it. It enhances it to the point that, you know, basically, It makes it more visually appealing, um, if you will. You know, I'm kind of surprised. I'll be honest with you. I'll be really honest with you. I was kind of surprised that the Mickey Mouse cartoons, the new Mickey Mouse shorts that they've done, and the newer ones that they're doing right now on Disney+. Plus. now Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Let me know about it. But I'm kind of surprised they never went that route with Mickey or Minnie or Donald or Daisy, you know, if you will, have them do the gag, or with Goofy and Clarabelle. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that because, you know, when you look at the new Mickey Mouse shows or the new Mickey Mouse shorts, if you will, it, it almost feels like these shorts are meant to have this kind of a gag in there. And they have all these other kind of visual uh, moments and gags in there to help enhance, you know, the story of the short, if you will. But you never once see the melt gag. I mean, I think the closest we would ever get to something like that is Goofy melting because it's hot or Mickey accidentally getting rolled over by a a rolling pin and put into a baking pie to be uh, baked into a pie, basically being turned into a pie because she's, you know, trying to catch something, if you will. Or stuff like that. So it's one of those. Again, you look at you look at the show and you're thinking that show is tailor made for something like that. But yet you don't see it. You don't see it. Now, I do apologize, first of all, if I felt like I was a little distracted. I was trying to... Um, I don't want to do that. What am I doing? I felt... Uh, again, first of all, before I move on, like I said, I want to apologize if I felt like a little distracted or I, I lost um, track of what I was talking about, kind of gone off the rails a bit. Like I said, I'm trying to link this to various places here on the Internet to share it with others. But, like I said, you know you know, Mickey Mouse, getting back to what I was saying, uh, Mickey's Mouse, the Mickey Mouse shorts, basically to me, when you really think about it, are the kind of shorts that are meant to have this kind of a, uh, are meant to have you know, this kind of a gag added to them, but we don't see it. We don't see the gag added to them whatsoever. All we see is just, like I said, all these other gags. And as I mentioned, and I know I'm about eleven, a little over 11 minutes in, so I do apologize if it sounds like I rambled a bit. And Super Chats are on if you want to Donate to that as well as my Patreon at BW Roses. One dollar tier gets you recognition. One dollar, a three dollar tier gets you um, uh, basically recognition and exclusive content uh, that you can't get anywhere else, except maybe if you're on DeviantArt or something like that, under mature settings. Uh, but anyway, to get back on topic, though, to finally get back on topic, about twelve minutes in, so I do apologize. Like I said, this gag's been around for almost since the beginning of time. As a matter of fact, I will read you off right now, if I can pull it up. I will read you off, you know, exactly, you know, its meaning according to TV Tropes. This is what TV Tropes, does. how TV Tropes describes it, and I quote. This is how TV Tropes describes it, and I quote. Let me get some Pepsi here for a second. But this is how TV Tropes describes it and i quote a lustful melt a fairly common staple of western animation this trope involves the character being so in a or enamored with another the whole body turns into a puddle of goo can be used as the female equivalent of something else rises you know you, you kind of get where they're going with that and is often seen in a lot of warner brothers 1990s cartoons like Tiny Tunes and Animaniacs, male characters can experience this too, but it's either used as sensor decoy if the sensors don't want to or don't want uh, implications of you know certain things, you know, certain rise ups, if you know what I mean, to be shown, or if the writer wants to move past metaphorically showing um uh you know kind of a a climax, if you will you know, a rise up or a climax and go straight to the metamorphically showing uh, a post-colateral uh, come down or or if the writers want to show them that a male character isn't as muscular or masculine as he appears to be, this is going to be oh, this is going by the knowledge that if something else also rises trope is short hand for a rise up then the lustful melt is almost the almost always the female equivalent and putting feminine trades to in a masculine character is almost always good for a laugh or some character development if you kind of catch what I was just saying there uh, basically basically that's what it is. And they have, like, a comic strip here, um, you know, kind of giving that as an example with one of the lead characters. Now, there have been several examples, according to TV Tropes, that have had this. Like, anime and manga, they've had it in Monster Museum. It says, a certain really comfy couch turns whoever sits on it into a metamorphical mush. Cue fan service. And then in Shield 21, episode 14, while holding a bag of ice and dreaming about getting a kiss from Memo, Monty's Ice Melts, or something like that. Now, they use other animation types, like Asian animation. In Simple S- Samosa, episode 2D Fruity. several Maryland town folks notice Tutti Frutti and immediately shows signs that they fall in love with her, a popsicle Bicendo mounts in this fashion upon seeing her. And then they say comic strips, you have uh, Nima, Nima, that's N-E-M-I, Nima strip shows the title character doing this while watching Ca Drago to her boyfriend's displeasure. And in films, live action, uh, it says it happens to the animated Lizzie in the Lizzie McGuire movie. You can find that clip here, I think, on YouTube. And to Amelia in the self-titled movie. But you could say she dissolves into tears. Literature uh, says that this is the bizarre alien reproduction in Isaac Asimov's The Gods Themselves works, um, if you will. And then webcomics. Uh, one that's right now on DeviantArt that I'm, you know, subscribed. I'm uh, kind of following the creator on. Uh furry fight chronicles. This is a quirk of Muko, uh, Muko, M U K O Muco. This is a quirk of Muko uh, in furry fight chronicles. This year. Look at Drivers who switched and saved. I apologize for had the volume on. They decided to go. Vo- they decided to hit me with a commercial. And hello, Joyce Finley. Nice to see you in the live chat. But like I was saying, uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. It says that in a web comics, one of them I'm following on DeviantArt Card, furry, Fur- furry Fight Chronicles, and they mention it here. This is a quirk by Muko, M-U-K-O, Muko, Muko, a furry fi- in Furry Fight Chronicles. When surrounded by attractive females or aroused to a certain level, it later becomes a weakness that needs to be addressed after Muko undergoes character development and realizes her lust is preventing her from becoming a true Kambaja. In other words, like a warrior or something like that. And then in another webcomic, Sidekick Girl, Illumina, Illumina, uh, Illumina does this after meeting the mysterious male storm, now realizing that his secret identity is her boyfriend. And then we get a long list here on Western animation. Um, they mention, let's say, Krooner, Crooner, uh, where a hen basically melts into a puddle, kind of like a bravery puddle with a little uh, frill still on top. Feels like she's melted into a fried egg or something. I don't know. Then playing Daffy, of course, that happens, which is a, a cartoon you can rarely see now, but it's out there where it happens to Daffy. Uh, of course, Paula Voo Woos with uh, olive oil, but they kind of get it mixed up with Fistic Mystic because in Fistic Mystic, Olive does this too, but it's more of a contorting to the stairs like she got flattened by a piano or something, but she just turns yellow. Uh, at the end of Paula woo she does it completely where it's just her smiling face, and she's just flowing down the, uh, the floor. And the way this is proven is, like I said, it's just a face on there, smiling and everything, looking down. You know, towards the direction she's flowing down, and then you see like little dry spots develop in her um, as she's doing that. Even one that's close to right to her eye, if you know what I mean. Then, of course, Tiny Toon Adventures used it. According to them, Tiny Toon Adventures used it a lot. It happened to Busta Bunny in the pilot, to Babs during the Christmas special, as well as it also happened to her in Europe in Thirty Minutes. Because you know, when she saw the royal couple, that was kind of a lustful milk gag, or t- a take on it. And I do apologize. What is that? Oh, that's just a wrong number. Sales, or it's probably my third oldest nephew uh, playing a prank. Uh, Because according to his mom, he, he found this app to where he could, you know, call numbers from another number or something like that. Anyway, what was I? Oh yeah. It says Tiny Toon Adventures used this a lot. It happened to Buster and the Pilot. It did. Babs in the Christmas special, which was the finale. But it also happened to her in the first season episode, Europe in Thirty Minutes, which is kind of a semi lustful mag because less lustful melt, I should say, because she uh, basically uh, reacts, you know, the way she does to the to the royal couple when she sees them. And basically, she melts into a pink puddle after seeing them, which she remains as even as her friends run after the royal couple, and they run right through Babs as she's still a melted puddle, and you see like little, like parts of her splash, you know, splash all around the place, till to, to, um, you know, splash around like it's kind of like when you're running through a puddle. That's kind of what it was. They were running through a, her as a puddle, and little parts of her were split, you know, sprinkling around and. You know, after they got ahead of her, that's when she reformed or something. Uh, and then, of course, it happened to Plucky several times. Then Animaniacs, of course, it did it. I mean, Dot having the Dot. Dot did it in Space Probe uh, when the aliens were using a device to read her mind, and she brought up this picture of, I guess, her and male a muscular Mel Gibson, and she melted and, you know, into a puddle basically with just her flower and her ears on top up, and then the head thing. That was on she was wearing just dropped on top of her melted form. And the way this is also proven is she had steam coming out. And then, of course, it happened to Wilford Wolf in uh, Moon Over Minerva, as well as to Minerva, not once but twice. It happened to her more than um, more than once. It happened to her in Moon Over Minerva and Meet Minerva. Now, production-wise, Meet Minerva was the first one that was supposed to air, but because you know, I guess they got ahead with Moon got ahead production-wise, the Moon Over Minerva, that came out first. And what's crazy about it is the difference between Minerva's lustful melt uh, moment and Wilford's in Moon Over Minerva is Wilford was still able to talk. All he said after he melted was he can't feel his legs. When Minerva does it, she ends up melting completely to the point that her eyes completely close, and then Wilford in his werewolf form has to pick her up like a wet rag, or wet towel, and kind of ring her out to dry her out. And you see these little splat little paint parts of her splinkling around when he's doing it. So basically she went into what one person on Facebook portraying her, or pretending to be her said was basically a nap. She basically, you know, was, she had basically fallen asleep when she did that. You know, she went into, when she did the lustful milk gag in that episode on that short, she went into a slumber. She went into a deep sleep to where, as I've joked around before, Wilford could have gone off, got some dinner, came back, you know, two hours later after getting dinner and watching a movie and she'd still be where she was still melt. She'd still be in the same place place. where he left her still completely melted because, you know, she basically, you know, melted to the point that she's, you know, she's not all, she's not there. Like she has to, someone has to reform her to get her back to normal. And again, she does this in Meet Minerva, but she is able to reform afterwards, you know, afterwards, if you will, especially when she ends up melting in the arms of the um, uh, cousin of her best friend, if you will. Then, of course, they talk about it happening in Rin and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, twice, uh, Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat, spliced with the character Patricia, Captain Flamingo in the episode Blindsided, uh, uh, the, the short, I should say, blindsided with the uh, female lead, a uh, young female lead, Elizabeth, which you can find here on YouTube. <laughs> Excuse me. They say it happens to Ed, Eddie, and Eddie, all three. Uh, to Eddie and Kevin, in the Pop Goes the Ed episode, happens to Larry, uh, in Teen Titans episode Fractured, happens to Rumple in um, off screen. Um, if you will. All right. Well, not. No, not off screen. No, it happens on screen. That's what I was trying to say. Not off screen. Happens to Callaway and Doyle in the Mask animated series. It happens to Dexter the Octopus and Flipper and Lopiki Lopaka. Happens to Casper uh, in Pole Jam episode in the adventure in the spectacular event. New Adventures of Casper. Uh, happens in Groove High when Zoe meets the. Uh, when Zoe encounters uh, Tom, disguised as his alter-eagle, Dom, and she melts into a puddle of water. Happens in Sidekick in the episode News at 11, when uh, Vanna melts like racks when she meets uh, the character Alan Amazing. Happens in uh, the Pal Pal Pooch segment, when Pal Pooch off-screen meets the beautiful Fifi Happens in Family Guy. Happens in Grim and Adventures of Billy and Mandy, uh, Quack Pack with Huey and Heavy Dental, and then Bonkers and Ski Patrol. So those are the examples they gave with Western animation, and I thought there was more. Honestly, I thought there was more. Maybe, maybe it's just me, guys, but I thought there was actually more um, when it came to, when it came to the you know the gag being utilized. But the reason I bring this up, and I'm about twenty five minutes. 22, uh, 25 minutes 25 se- 25 minutes 26 seconds in I should say. The reason I bring this up is you know like I said uh, in the description what and at the beginning of the video before I got a little distracted trying to link this on Twitter and Facebook, the reason I believe, you know as I said in the title, um, if you will, as I said in the title, um, do I think it's going to make a comeback in return? And the reason I say that it's going to, that I believe it will, is like I mentioned, you look at the fact that, as I stated at the beginning, you know, we have, you know, the Animaniacs reboot getting a second season, and then afterwards a third season. the second season was already announced, you know, when the first season was announced, because Hulu had ordered two seasons. So you got the second season coming, you got a third season being uh, announced for Animaniacs, and then on the flip side, you have Tiny Toon Luniversity that's coming on Cartoon Network and HBO Max. And you would think, um, in a sense, that those two shows would be the perfect scenarios to bring the gag back on a full-fledged basis, seeing as though the predecessors, the original Animaniacs and Tiny Toon Adventures, basically utilized the gag a lot more. And this is why I believe it's going to make a comeback. I really do. Now it's also now there is a good chance that it could also make a return in comics. I mean, when the Animaniacs uh, comic was um, distributed by DC Comics back in the day, they had Minerva, I think, do it once, if not twice. Yeah, once if not twice. She did it when she saw this. She was shopping in a mall, and she encountered this, I guess, handsome store clerk who was trying to, you know, uh, close up for the day. And one of the panels had her literally melted, except for her head sticking out, stating, "asking whether it, whether it was hot in here or is it just him?" So, you know, there's a there's a good chance it could make a comeback. There's a good chance, though, that in my opinion, it could make a comeback, possibly not just in you know Tiny Toon University and the uh, next two seasons of, of the animated reboot, but there's a good chance it can make a return. Um, you know, in you know, in comics as well. I mean, on divan art, you have people like Doodly Dude. You have um, uh, Jacka Lacour, uh, Michelle, otherwise known as Michelle. You have Minor Dash Alterations. You have Mister Internet Man. You have Antha. Um, AZ, as I'll call them, AZ, Antithor, or if you will, Antasaurus, Antithorus, AZ, if you will. You know, you got these kind of people along with others like Prinder, Grey Pythenia, Tile Grey Wolf. You know, they like to, you know, they like to kind of implement the gag in some kind of unique way or straight up way in the stories because they know um, it'll get people's attention. It will get people um talking and you know it'll get grab their interest that oh they they could do this and oh they're having fun with it and all that because there could be a story where they take a character that has the power to do something like that and have them literally just you know for fun just melt into a puddle at this side of somebody maybe at the side of their girlfriend or boyfriend all dressed up and ready for the night of the town and then they could just do the gag just to you know add to it and then reform themselves to get to go out on the town with them and hello to uh ethan butcher nice to see you in the live chat as well along with uh joyce again guys stupid chats are open and if you want to donate on my patreon it's at bw rosas dollar one dollar a month gets you a shout out and three dollars a month gets you a shout out and a video uh, record and video exclusivity that you can't get anywhere else except maybe at Art, uh if you have a mature uh, setting to it. Basically, if you are old enough to, to view it. Um, but anyway, you could check them out. To, you know, you could get that uh, if you decide to support it to the Patreon. Uh, but like I said, the. Like I said, though. Um, I, I truly believe it will make a comeback again. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm surprised with the um, I'm surprised with the new Mickey Mouse shorts that had come out on the Disney Channel and the newer ones that are now out exclusively on Disney Plus. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. You know, I'm surprised that a show like that, that with all its quirkiness and gags and you know, lewd humor at times, I'm surprised they've never gone that far you know by bringing that gag in you think it would be perfect you think it would be perfect for mickey to basically give minnie a kiss on the lips and minnie just you know so enticed by it or so entranced by it literally melts into a puddle at his in his you know you know at his feet or something like that you know to me there's just too much there's just too much of an opportunity for them not to go that route but they didn't. They never did. And here's what's even crazier. I thought basically, even the way it was presented, that you know, you could have it done in MLP Friendship is Magic or MLP Pony Life. You know, Pony Life is more suited for it than Friendship is Magic, although you did have moments in Friendship is Magic where you think it could work, especially with rarity falling for certain characters outside of spike, if you know what I mean. But still, it's like you know, the opportunity at times to me was there. They just, you know, never took, you know, they they never took full advantage of it because, you know, the, I mean, obviously they, they wanted to stay true to the, to stay true to what the original was like, you know, to where they didn't have that kind of a gag, but still it's like, you look at the spinoff, uh, Pony Life. You take a look at sp- the spinoff of Pony Life, and it's like, again, like it, it's like with the new Mickey Mouse, the Wonderful World of Mickey show, shorts, or show uh, on Disney+, Plus, and the one that preceded it. You're looking at a show in Pony Life that fits it well. That would be really suited for it. That would really work with that kind of a gag added to it. But you don't see it. You don't get it. I mean, and here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. You know, we have. We have. We have Warner Brothers coming out and saying, along with DC, that they got two new movies coming out uh, in the near future. You know, both of them are female-led movies. One is Zatanna, which I think will be a great one. And the other is a female take on Plastic Man, Plastic Woman, which I guess they could rename Elastic Girl since you already have a character, a female character with those kind of powers in the DC Universe. And to me, I think it could work out fine. I mean, heck, <laughs> here's what's crazy. You have that live action Doom Patrol movie, uh, not movie, but series they did, right? The lead, one of the lead female characters has the powers. Of a pl- Elastic Girl, if you will, basically the more darkened version of it, or a dramatic version. But yet, there are some scenes where she's basically as a blob, melted down into a blob, and she's fine with it, and she reforms. Yeah, her goal is to be normal again. But there are times she'll just reduce herself to that, you know, just to be comfortable. Like she, you know, there's one clip she's laying in the bed, she's under the covers, and she's just a complete blo- blob and everything. Still yearning to be back to normal, but. Is willing to 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 work around her situation. the The thing is, guys. The thing is, you know, to me, when I look at DC and Warner Brothers announcing, you know, a female led Plastic Man movie in Zatanna, I look at ample opportunities for them to throw this gag in there just for the heck of it. I do. Yeah, Zatanna could be one of those, you know, movies that's kind of like a. Like I said in the video when I talked about it, like promising young woman, a you know black comedy comedy thriller, and part of that comedy is you could have Zatanna mastering her magic, you know, kind of just for fun to maybe play a joke or be a little mischiefy with her love interest if she has one, you know, maybe utilize her powers to melt into a puddle of goop, goop at the side of her or him, depending on what direction they go in, and then you know, so, you know, kind of popping back up when, you know, her boyfriend, her love interest, love interest, either it's a girl or whether it's a man or a woman, you know, is wondering what just happened. And she, she you know, she just pops up saying, ah, see, ta that's part of my magic. I can make you think like when you kissed me, you melted me into a puddle. And then again, when you look at the female led uh plastic man or plastic woman movie, you know, I look at something that really could utilize this guy could really, you know, benefit from having this gag thrown in there. Again, whether or not, depending on what direction you go in with the love interest, I could see it to where she sees a handsome guy that becomes a love interest, or a beautiful girl that becomes a love interest, and I could see her literally with her rubber powers just get, you know, you know, becoming so loose that she turns and she melts into a puddle of goop, and the person that's there to help her. Or a sister kind of has to get her kind of get her to reform or get back or help her reform because she kind of let loose, if you know what I mean. But again, getting back to the topic of this video, which again I do apologize that I got off the tr- got off track of uh, earlier. To me, I, I truly believe the gag is going to make a comeback. I mean, it's too popular still; it still gets utilized in stories. And I just think it's something that, you know, honestly f- could help, you know, add to the storytelling element of anything it's, you know, added to. I really do. And like I said, with the Tiny Toon Luniversity coming out and the next season the next two seasons of Animaniacs on its way, I can't think of a better opportunity for any show under, you know, the Warner Brothers banner that were known in the past during the original incarnations. Of utilizing this gag i can't think of any other show that would be better suited not to try to go that route because you know you i mean his thing you want to introduce you know new characters maybe bring some back you know what better way to kind of add to their character the weapon if you will of that character than to have them you know go and You know, bring this gag to the forefront for them. I mean, who's to say? I mean, who's to say that won't help them? I mean, I mean, obviously, people expect Dot to do it very soon, and people obviously, just the way this character is portrayed, the new CEO, chairwoman of Warner Brothers in the show, to probably do it. So it's the pos. So basically, the possibility is there. And then when you look at Tiny Toon and University. You know, and them learning from the, the Looney Tunes themselves about certain gags and how to be the next generation of Looney Tunes, you can't tell me one of the gags they're gonna learn is the lustful melt gag because that's gonna have to be something that gets inserted down the line. It will. And however and whoever they decide to, you know, you um, whoever they decide to really utilize it as in character the most or kind of split between. That's gonna tell this. That's gonna, that's gonna basically go a long way, I should say, as to, you know, you know, as to who you could expect possibly to be the one that's gonna utilize gags like the lustful milk gag and other gags along with it, you know, in the show. I mean, of course, people would expect Babs to take part in the gag and maybe Plucky, and if Fifi's around, maybe she's gonna do it finally, and maybe she'll do the loon. Uh, Buster, of course, Hampton. You know, maybe some new characters, but to me, I think it makes sense that if you're gonna, you know, bring uh, revive uh, these uh, franchises and these new versions, that you should at least, you know, bring that gag back to the forefront. And it, you know, it's and it's a gag that you don't always have to use all the time. I mean, the reason Furry Fight Chronicles uses it in the web comic. Is it's part of the character's developmental development and it's a weakness that the character has and that's it but to me i think it's a but to me overall i think this is a gag that needs to make that needs and will make a comeback and return in the near future and There is too many shows besides Animaniacs and Tiny Toon University that could benefit from it. It's too many. I mean what is it? You um what what w- what's the show I'm trying to think of? You have you have the I guess did it did it end or something? I don't think it ended, did it? I guess it did. I don't know. Did the owl house end? I don't think it did. Did it? I don't know if it did or not. But you have the owl house. You um, have amphibian if you will that you could throw the gag in just for maybe not on you know not you know um, you know not like real life kind of deal like reality kind of deal but like in mind like you know have a character you know in their mind imagine being around a certain character they're attracted to and then boom. You know, there you, could, there you go right there. Get around that. Um, to me, I think, you know, again, there's just so many shows out there that could benefit. I mean, Teen Titans Go. Everybody freaking likes Teen Titans Go. Why not go with that? I'm not sure if you've done it already, but hey, Starfire and Raven, there you go. Beast Boy, there you go. Uh, what else? What else? Um, Loud House. You got the movie coming out. Why not go with that? Um, i trying to think. <laughs> Again, this is so many out there. There's so many out there. I mean... Oh, what about the newer shows? What about these newer shows that are out there? Like Has-Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss. You have characters... On those shows, those shows that started here on YouTube, one continuing on YouTube, I think that's Hell of a Boss, Um, you got characters on there that could benefit from doing it, and you got no restrictions. You know, you got the new Gulch, that new uh, Gulch cartoon possibly coming, and the visuals for that definitely, you know, is enough to go with. So to me, you got a lot of other stuff out there that could really benefit from the lustful milk gag being added in. I mean, what character um, is uh, in love with somebody right now in Hell of a Boss? What's her name? Luna? That white wolf, I think? Why not have her do it if not already? Think about it. She's in an environment, basically, where anything's possible, nothing's off limits. Why not have her do it? It would make sense. You know, it would make sense, you know, in my opinion, to have a character like her do it. Or what about what's her name, the lead character in *Has Been Hotel? Let's say in a future episode, a uh, handsome character comes in. She gets attracted to him. He's, you know, is all suave and everything towards her. Why not have her do it? It would makes it would work within the show itself because there's no limitation you know there's no limitation you know whatsoever anyway you got these other these new Star Trek shows you know what is it uh the you have the uh, I don't know if it's still going on you have the Star Trek lower decks you know there there's a show you could put it in you got the new one coming on Nickelodeon there you go I mean, there's just so many opportunities, in my opinion, that either either because the show is the kind of show that it could work uh, within the show itself or it's just something you could throw into, let's say, a fantasy moment for a character in a show that it doesn't really work with. I honestly believe one way or another, this gag is going to make a comeback. And, you know, I'm sure you're wondering, well, Brian, why are you so obsessed with this gag or why do you like talking about it a lot? Well, seeing as I'm about forty-four minutes and ten seconds in, let me explain. I know I should have explained this at the beginning. Back when I was a kid, I watched a lot of cartoons, you know, on syndication and on cable. And during the uh, during the WTBS or the TBS afternoon block, which was around noon to about uh, two o'clock or noon to one o'clock, whatever the case may be, you had uh, Tom and Jerry's Funhouse. Uh, the, something like that, the Tom and Jerry Super Fun House or something, and they would show not just Tom and Jerry cartoons, but they would show Bugs Bunny, they would show Droopy, they would show Daffy, and they would show Popeye. And one day I remember watching, and on came Paula Voo woos. And I watched it, I liked it, and at the end we got the gag of Olive melting into a running puddle of butter with only her face on the puddle running down the floor. And guess what? This short, which people have described as had as, have, as having the most beautiful interpretation of all of ever, this short is always part of every compilation that's come out on DVD and eventually Blu-ray. It has. It has had every every compilation out there, from the 75th anniversary to the recent Blu-ray releases Warner Brothers is doing and continuing do- and continuously doing. To some of the outside of Warner Brother, uh, Blu Ray and DVD releases, this short has always been part of it. Why? Because it's very popular. Because if there was one thing about Popeye shorts that we were kind of, we kind of knew about, uh, was the fact that anything was possible. We just didn't think one of those things being possible was you had the f- uh, female lead, the love interest of, you know, stronger of the guy that's, you know that it's, you know, he's, I am, that he's, you know, is what he is, am I, I am that I am kind of guy. You know, again, you know, the, we got so accustomed to knowing that anything could happen. The last thing we expected was that, but it did. And to me, that's when I got, you know, into the gag. You know, that's when I became a fan of it. Heck, the second time I saw it was the 1944 a Crooner with the whole thing with the chicken deal. And then later on, in comes Animaniacs and, and Tiny Tunes. And it's like, okay, you know, obviously they're going to institute it as well. Because, like I said at the beginning, it's a, from an animation perspective, it's a visual representation of how that character feels. Because in live action, you could have the female, even the male character, say that line or say that they're melting, but you don't see anything happen. That's just, because all it is is an expression. That's all it is. It's all it is is an expression, but when you use animation, it's more than just an expression. It visually happens, and to me, like I said, there's a lot of a lot of shows and a lot of stories out there right now, animation, comic book wise, whatever, web comics, that the opportunity is there, you know, for them to put that uh, gag, you know, into action, to put that gag into play, and then, like I said with the next two seasons of Animaniacs coming up, and Tiny Toon Luniversity around the corner, I can't think of a more appropriate time, along with other shows like some of them that I've mentioned, I can't think of a more appropriate time for this gag to become you know, to, to become reality again, to make a comeback and a return to media. I can't think of a better opportunity. Now, I know some people might say it may not happen because of what's going on outside in this world with the counterculture culture and you know, the Karens and all that, you know what, that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, because we've had these groups of people, we've had these kind of groups of individuals ever since the days of the original Animaniacs, ever since the days of the original Tiny Toon Adventures, and guess what, neither one of these kind of groups ever affected what happened, now, you might say, well, they affected Minerva because she was described as being too oversensual. That was one exception. And it wasn't, that was one exception. But did it, but did they cancel Minerva? Did she get removed from Animaniacs during the original run completely? No, she was still there. And she was still utilized as the character we all know and love. The point is, you know. Cancel culture and the things like cancel culture and the Karens, they're not going to affect it. You know, they're not going to affect it whatsoever. And I think people need to realize that. I think people need to, you know, wake up and realize that these kind of things won't be won't be affected. But overall, though, guys, I truly believe it's going to make a return. And like I said, the timing is perfect. You got Tiny Toon University coming up on HBO Max and Cartoon Network. You got the next two seasons of Animaniacs on Hulu and maybe even HBO Max. You know, coming up in the near future. To me, I can't think of a better opportunity. I can't think of a better, you know, opportunity whatsoever. You know, for you know for this gag to really make a comeback, really make a return. Because here's the thing: I didn't even know that shows. You know, that outside of the U.S., if you will, that originated in places like Canada and such, still utilized this gag. But they did. They still utilized it. And people loved it. They liked it. And, you know, it helped enhance the story a little bit. Now, you might say, well, some of those shows, it shouldn't have been added in because it didn't make sense. Guess what? They added it in. They added it in because... You know, they visually wanted to show how the character was feeling. And also they wanted to get a reaction out of how what you know what that character was feeling by what was going on. Blindsided uh, the uh, the animated short episode, blindsided and Captain Captain Flamingo with Elizabeth doing it, with the character Elizabeth doing it. you know, that was visually not only showing how she felt, you know how the suave voice was affecting her, but it was showing her reaction. Uh, you know they're both one and the same. I know, but still, it was basically visually showing how you know in a live action setting how she was feeling. The same thing, the same thing with Zoe in Groove High. You know, from a live action setting, you know you don't see her melt into a puddle of water. You know when Dom, Tom, in disguise, as we as TV Topes put it, is swiving her, complimenting her. You know. You don't see you don't see her do becoming that live action, but in animation you see it. So, to me, I look at it to me, you know, I look at the fact that you know, it's a gag that is there to show visual representation of how a female and male character feels about someone that they're attracted to or f- someone or uh, how they feel about someone that they're inmored with or you know, you know, smitten with, if you know what I mean. So to me, I believe, like I said, the gag's going to make a return. When and where, it's up in the air. But my, if I was to speculate and really look at the possible scenarios as to when I think it could make a return, I think honestly, like I said, I think it's going to be the next two seasons of Animaniacs, Tiny Toon University. I could see maybe Teen Titans Go doing it before their run is up, whenever that will be, you know, I could see, you know, hell of a boss doing it with maybe the loop, maybe the Luna character, the Luna wolf character. I could see, you know, the the lead character in has been hotel doing it. If a handsome character or whatever comes in and, you know, really flirts with her with a suave persona. I could see it happen to her. So to me, if I so to me in the long run, I look at Animaniacs in the next two seasons, Tiny Toon University, Teen Titans Go, if they haven't done it already, and I could see more. I could see obviously because there is no real restrictions with these shows. Uh, it happening in Hell of a Boss with Loop the Wolf Girl, or not Loop but Luna the Wolf Girl, and I could see it happening to the lead character in Has Been Hotel. I really can. So to me, I think it's just a matter of time. And I think it's going to happen in that matter of time. is going to come up a lot sooner than we can expect. Now, do I see maybe them throwing it in as a gag for the action comedy, comedy thrillers of the upcoming Zatanna and female-led Plastic Man movies? Absolutely. Absolutely, I could see it. I could definitely see it. Like I said, I could see Zatanna pulling a magic trick where it allows her to do that. You know, in front of her love interest, whether it's a he or she, and then popping up and kind of explaining that this allowed her to make the illusion that, you know, their kiss melted her into a puddle of goop. And I could see the female led plastic woman character doing it too. You know, she gets attracted she sees someone that becomes a potential love interest, whether it's a male or a female. She kind of starts getting a little um loosey, a little rub less rubberly and or plastically and Next thing you know, she turns into a puddle of goop, and she has to reform at the help with the help of somebody that's there to be like her sidekick or her 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 assistant or someone that's there to help her learn the ropes of her new powers. So, again, I could see it happening. I really can. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Do you see the lustful milk egg making a return in the near future in shows like the? Uh, Animaniacs reboot for the next two seasons as well as Tiny Toon University as well as Hell of a Boss, Has-Been Hotel and the others that I've mentioned. Do you see it making a comeback? And let me know if I don't know about, and le- not don't know, but let me know if there's any. Let me know if there's any that TV Tropes has yet to list that have utilized the gag so far in their programming. Let me know in the comments section below. I'd like to hear from each and every one of you. Thank you. Big thanks and shout out to Joyce Finland and um, Ethan Butcher for joining me in the live chat doing this. Again, shout out to New Jersey Artist and um, Mandor or Mandu over at Patreon for supporting me with the $3 tier. Again, BW Roses is the name of the Patreon. And $1 gets you a shout out just like with New Jersey Artist and Mandu. And $3 gets you a shout out just like with New Jersey Artist and Mandu, along with video exclusive. Ah, uh, content you can't get anywhere else except Patreon, and for a limited time, over at Deviant under the mature settings. But that's about it, guys. That's all I'm gonna really say. So thank you for joining me for the second live stream of the uh, afternoon. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know it wasn't a topics on my mind deal, but I just felt like you know coming out and doing some live streams today, testing out the live stream by you know uh, doing a live overview review of the Transformers Ghostbusters Ectotron Ecto One figure as well as come out here and just shoot the breeze, lay back and do a live stream and discussion on when I think the lustful milk gag will make a comeback and return um, in the near future. So again, thank you guys for joining me. Really appreciate the support. Comment down below. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your, again, like I said, thank you for the support. Comment down below if you're joining me afterwards. Let me know what your thoughts are. Again, let me know if there's any show that's already You know, with the exception of those that TV Tropes talks about and those that I've mentioned, let me know if there's any show that has already utilized this that has not been listed by TV Tropes and that I don't know about or nobody knows about. Let me know down below. Comment if you like. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you on this. And that's about it, guys. So till next time, stay safe, get vaccinated. God bless. And I am out. Peace. Thank you for joining me.